Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Day 50 of the program. Let's get this party started. My goodness. Okay, here we go. Um, what a great place to be. What a great place to be seasonally. You know, uh, the sun is shining today. The weather's starting to get a little warmer. I have no doubt we're going to get dumped with a pile of snow at some point. Uh, it's not over yet, but... You can feel it. You can feel it coming. You can feel your body pulling you out of that winter hibernation mode, starting to give you more energy. The days are longer. Uh, great time to lose weight because your body's going to go looking to naturally get rid of any extra fat that it would have naturally stored over the winter time to help keep you insulated and warm. Now, you may have been carrying this weight for a while, but that doesn't matter. Your body doesn't care about that. You have spent the last seven weeks addressing the body's needs, giving the body what it needs to make change, to address issues, to level up, to repair, rebuild regenerate rejuvenate and to release fat and your body no longer wants this fat it doesn't need the fat it's feeling confident in that and you are your goal now is to help provide the opportunity for your body to focus on fat loss of all the things that your body's got to focus on you just got to keep showing up keep giving it the resources it needs, keep supporting its needs, you know, keep focusing on the things that you can do every day to be proactive about getting and keeping that scale moving. You'll notice that the information is a lot lighter. I talked about it this morning. I still don't have my book. Oh, here's a book. Hang on. I got a book right here. Let me grab this. So if you have a copy of our book, which is still available on Amazon for the next little while, and then we take it off because we have a new book coming for the spring. Um, But the majority of the information we have already covered. Where are we? Here's week six guidelines, working through week seven. So we've already covered like half the book at this point. Um, actually, more than that, because the back end of the, the book, about half the book is just recipes and the science and the science post. A lot of science behind the program here. Uh, that's just the recipes and the science post. So you only have this little bit here to go. But we have a long time left to lose weight right? We have seven, week seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So we roll through right to the very last day of the program, although we do cover maintenance at the end. For those of you who are still looking to get and keep that scale moving, it's still game on right to the very last day of the program. At this point, it's just about showing up and doing the things that you need to do and do them long enough that they actually will help you get to your goal. That's it. Um, I've been listening to some cool podcasts lately. And um, the other day I was I was listening to one that was talking about it was talking about sort of your history and knowing what you don't want. And I was thinking about how we're always about why, right? Like your what's your why? What's your motivator? But we don't actually we don't actually think about how we feel with this weight that we're carrying. Like we know how we want to feel, right? We want to feel energetic. We want to feel confident. We want to feel comfortable in our clothes. And I love that. That's a big motivator. But have you ever stopped to think about how you feel carrying that weight, how, how, how you felt before you start the program, your thought process around, you know, 
geez, from when you wake up in the morning, how you felt, putting on your clothes, going out, going to special occasions that you're looking forward to, but you're not looking forward to because you don't have anything to wear, having to wear the same old clothes because you refuse to buy clothes and nothing fits you, you know, just kind of feeling uncomfortable and just tired. And do you know what I mean? Like really feel how you felt before you started this program and be like, do I want to continue to feel like that? Sometimes we have to really recognize where we're at, not just where we're coming from, but really where we're at and why we want to make change to that. Like we know why, because I want to feel amazing and I want to feel this and I want to look at that and I want to do whatever, but really feel how you felt, like really get to the point where you really recognize that you just, you don't, it's not working for you anymore. Feeling the way you feel is no longer working for you. I know we're pretty far in at this point to reflect on that, but I thought it was a pretty cool moment because sometimes we're just indulging in how we feel. Right. And we, we, it's like hard for us to be like so many people, for example, are like, oh, I just can't get back at it. I, you know, every Monday I try and I can't string it together. Well, just take a minute and be like, feel how you feel. Are you happy? Are you happy right now with how you feel? And if you're not, then let maybe that's your motivator to make change. You know, uh, speaking of happiness, I know it sounds weird, but I had a great conversation with Dr. Paul Herkel. He joined us in the maintenance group on Friday. We talked about aging and it was really interesting because we landed on this conversation of happiness. People who live the longest in life tend to be the happiest people in life. Um, It was really cool. If you didn't have an opportunity because you're not in the maintenance group to watch or listen, that is available over on our podcast. I highly suggest you check that out. Okay, let's get into your questions. Let's see where you're at um, today. Let's see what's going on. How you're feeling? Good morning. Feels so good to show up for ourselves. Had a weekend away and had a few indulgences. I didn't choose them, but didn't feel comfortable enough to say no with no people serving me dinner with birthday cake. Stayed as consistent as possible outside of that and scale has stayed the same. Yeah, there are some times in life where you just you don't want to get into what you're doing. You just don't want to. Like, for example, and I t- I've told this story before when Tony and I were first dating. Um, I mean, we had been dating for a while, a year at that point. Um, but we kind of stayed in our own little bubble. And it was time for me to meet his friends. And so they were having, I think, an engagement party for at a restaurant engagement dinner for one of his friends and so he went and so what tony's friend group group does is kind of like the guys go hang out with the guys and the girls hang out with the girls i mean they, he's been friends with this same high school group of friends since high school and so i was sort of the new kid on the block and i'm like oh okay and so it was it was later like dinner was like eight o'clock by the time we actually ordered i think it was like nine o'clock and i don't really like eating late at night And so, you know, everyone came around to ordering and, you know, so everyone's ordering like full meals and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, okay, I'm not even really hungry here. Like, I don't really want to eat right now. It's like late and whatever. But I also didn't want anyone noticing that I wasn't eating and I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable because I wasn't eating. So I ordered like a whole entree thing (laughs) because I didn't want to also like I did also like want to tell people what I do because the minute I start talking about weight loss, I don't want people to feel uncomfortable or, you know, people start talking about weight loss and I didn't want to make the, the whole night about me and talking about weight loss and whatever. So I had my reasons and I was nervous about meeting all of his friends. I wanted to make a good impression. And 
So I ordered this big entree and I kind of like picked at it. No one really noticed what I ate or what I didn't eat at the end of the day. Like people just kind of ate their own thing. Nobody, none of his friends were judgmental. They, they couldn't have cared less what I ordered. I probably could have just ordered a small appetizer or a little salad and no one would have said anything because um, I just didn't want to talk about it. I just didn't want to talk about it. Um, I didn't want to go into it. So there are times like that. And then, of course, Tony comes around later and he's like, babe, you ordered a whole entree? Like, oh, man, that's still not like you. Like, you know, I was just like, shh, shut up. <laughs> I ended up taking the rest to go, whatever. But there are just times where you're not interested in telling everybody because it becomes a topic of the conversation. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, now, there, there is, you have to draw the line somewhere, right? Like there are certain situations and circumstances, but you do want to get to a place where you are really confident with what you are doing so that you're not just like not doing what you need to do or you're doing things because, you know, you want to make other people feel comfortable. Like that's an every now and then, like, for example, Tony's mom, I never say no to her. If she, she gives me food, I'm eating it. I don't care how full I am because that's her love language. And that's Tony's mom. And she's like the only person in the world really who can get me to eat anything if I don't want to eat it. Um, so obviously you want to get to a place where you're confident and you're like, no, thanks. I'm good. No, really. I'm fine. But you don't, you know, you don't have to like, and when you get confident in that, that's you're like, oh, I'm not really hungry right now. I'm good. I'm fine. No, I'll pass. Whatever you're saying with confidence. And I found when you say it with confidence, then people are less likely to be like, well, how come? What do you need? Um, so I love that. I love that. There's a compromise there. So there's a compromise there. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Tanya. Feels so good to show up for ourselves. Oh, I just read that. <laughs> It's Monday. Hello, Monday. Hello, Monday. I'm down 11 pounds towards my goal of losing 23 pounds by the end of the program. Is it reasonable to expect I can achieve my goal given what I've accomplished this far? I don't know. I don't know. Um, is it? I mean, yeah. It, of course it is. You have the whole half of the program. So there's no reason why you can't lose another 23 pounds, right? So you only have like, you only have like what, half of that left. So, or wait, it's your goal of losing 23 pounds by the end of the program. So you lost 11. So we've had people not lose one pound until this week and then lose 30, 40 pounds on the back end. So that's been done. It's been done so many times before. Um, so it's definitely possible. Also, at this point in the program, it gets easier as you go, not harder as you go. Other diets, you're like fighting yourself and you're like, you know, you have to eat even less and exercise even more. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's just it's gets harder as you go because you're starving and depriving your body and your body's like, fuck off. I need this. I'm like, no, you've already had enough. Like we're done. And it feels like a fight. And that's why if you're doing this program and feels like a fight, there's something off there. There's, there's something off that you, you, you need to kind of tweak or, or focus on or whatever. So there's no reason, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that's really more important than that, because I, you probably have your calendar out, right. And you marked off the 11 pounds and you got to lose the weight by the end of the program. So you're like, if I don't lose weight this day, then I have to lose more tomorrow. Or if I don't lose weight this much this week, then I have to lose more that week. And then what ends up happening, you end up stressing yourself out about how much you're going to lose by the end of the program. And the reality is you're only going to lose what you're going to lose at the end of the program. So your goal really should be, regardless of what my weight is at the end of the program, to show up and make sure I am maximizing every single day, taking uh, taking advantage of every moment of every day to be as proactive as possible in terms of reaching this goal. So the more work you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. So there's no reason why you can't lose. I mean, I bet that you came into the program with the expectations that you'd lose 
most your weight in the first month of the program. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to, if you didn't lose 20 pounds by the first month of the program, you were so disappointed. And that's because maybe you've done that in other diets where you, you get that initial loss, but then you forget that it gets harder as you go and then you end up gaining it all back, right? So those same expectations that you had in the first part of the program, I would shift those into the 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 end of the program because that's really where you can expect that kind of loss is after you've put in that type of work so there's no reason why you can't but uh, there's so many reasons why you might not and so a lot of them you have control over a lot of them you don't at the end of the day just show up and make sure you're taking advantage of every single day and the choices that you're making you'll get there you'll get there you'll get there my, my motivator is that is losing the excess weight so my spine doesn't have to carry it for the rest of my life i had two back surgeries yeah right that's huge that's a big one that's a big one. It's taken me three rounds for me to start really thinking about how I felt and how I still feel in my body. It's not something that comes easy. Yeah, a lot of times we just don't take time to be self-aware. So we don't know. We know where we want to go, but we're not recognizing where we're at. And when we're recognizing where we're at, we're like, oh, I'm not happy here. I need to change that. I need to change that, you know? I'm at a stage where people are noticing I look different, but I don't see myself different. I know my clothes are much more loose, but I don't see it when I look in the mirror. Such a strange feeling. Yeah. So what's happening is, is that, and I know it can seem like it's taken forever for some of you, but things are happening so quickly that you are your brain actually, it's going to take a lot longer for it to catch up on where your body is at. And that's actually a real thing. Like you lose a lot of weight and then it takes time for that weight to settle, including your brain to connect sort of where your body is at. So, I mean, this is why obviously weighing yourself, I mean, it's great. It's, it's a better tool than it is a measure of success, measuring yourself, going by how your clothes feel. It's why it, it's great to feel validated by other people who are saying, wow, you look like you lost weight. Oh, really? Oh, you might not be noticing. This is also why it's really great to take your clothes off, stand in front of your mirror and really give yourself a good look and every day be looking and then look for it. It's almost like you can see that next layer kind of like you are proactively looking for the change and you'll be able to see that next layer kind of like shining through. Um, I know it sounds weird when I say that too, but it's a real thing. You want to look for that change. A lot of people really aren't. I've worked with so many people over the years who just are. Yeah, take a picture. A picture sets a thousand words. Yeah, uh, good tip, Michelle. Um, who just are resistant to looking at themselves. They don't want to see themselves. And you know, I've been there, right? You don't want to. You don't want to look at yourself in a photo. You don't want to look at yourself in the mirror. You just kind of want to just forget it, ignore it. And a lot of times, that's people's coping mechanisms when you're carrying that extra weight and you don't feel great. Is that you try to just not look. Like you just don't want to know. You're just like, oh, just let me get dressed, put my clothes on. Let me just try to ignore how I feel all day and how I look all day long. So you get in the habit of not looking and not noticing. But when you start to really notice, it's it's pretty cool. Good morning. I recently found out that I'm pregnant and I immediately went back and reread the post on pregnancy and fertility. Well, congratulations. That always happens. That happens so often. You know, what's really nice is that we get a lot of people who struggle with fertility and when they start doing the program, that sense of routine and really calming their body down and really giving the body the foods that they need. It's, it's, you know, the program is, it's all about helping your body get healthy. We've had so many people who struggled, who ended up pregnant on the program. Try my best to keep going with water and all the meals, but morning sickness, all day sickness kind of sucks and is making water taste really bad. So it's a new struggle for me. Yeah, it's tough, man. Those I gained 80 pounds with my first um, because I went from being a super healthy eater to all of a sudden when I was pregnant, I couldn't eat a vegetable. 
I couldn't. I could only eat off like onion rings, like deep fried foods. And it was like, I remember I would cry because salads and like broccoli especially just the thought of it now i'm thinking about broccoli was just so not appealing to me but obviously that's also why i gained a shit ton of weight like 80 pounds chocolate milk onion rings you know big macs like not healthy at all but here's what i learned about that years later is that usually your cravings. So you know how your cravings are a message from your body and your body is trying to tell you what it needs. So what I probably wasn't doing way back then because Canada food guides and standards were a lot different is that I wasn't getting enough fat in my diet. And so I, my body was probably craving a lot of fat and I wasn't giving it enough good fats and I wasn't taking omega threes. I wasn't eating a lot of fish. I was like working out. I was like, um, and now that I think about it, probably my body was desperately trying to tell me is I wasn't getting enough good fat in my diet. So that's why sometimes you, you know, you're, you're, well, always your cravings are a message from your body trying to communicate its needs. And it is, it's really exaggerated when you're pregnant. You're really, really, really in tune with that. You're growing a whole human inside you. So your self-awareness just goes up. You're so in tune to your body's needs. A lot of times we're just not interpreting the cravings that we're having. Morning sickness is really tough. Um, the I had that that with my second child. I just I swear I barfed everywhere all over the city. It was just not great. Dehydrated all the time. So whatever you can to get that water in, you know, whether it's, you know, maybe trying trace minerals to help actually keep you a little bit more hydrated so you can help keep it in. It's definitely a struggle. So kind of think of it as sickness protocol. Don't try to force what you're doing on the program and plan. I mean, try to obviously eat healthy, follow the best that you possibly can. There's wiggle room for there for you. And then, you know, hopefully your morning sickness will pass. But congratulations. Hi, Dave Stewart. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Nicole. The messy middle is no joke. I had my first travel week for work last week. Did pretty good, but found it hard to pack all my supplements in a carry-on. Any good ideas for traveling and packing all the things? Yeah, it can be a lot, um, especially because you kind of want to do keep them in their original containers, depending on where you're traveling. Um, I'm going to be mindful about that. Um, you know, here's the thing, going without your supplements, and I know Dr. Paul, Dr. Alinka would agree for a week, no big deal. It's no big deal. Um, so don't feel stressed out about taking them, not taking them. Um, there are a couple of things I like to, I like to um, travel with my Calm Magnesium. I actually have these little, Calm Magnesium has little travel packs. So I, I like those. Um, it helps me sleep when I'm away. Also helps, not that it's a sleep aid, but the routine of that. And also can help your bowel movements too, because you can get really constipated after flying. Uh, probiotics I like to take as well. Um, same thing with my digestive bitters, or, and believe it or not. So I, I don't really have any great tips because I just kind of throw them in a bag and then wrap that in a bag and hope that they don't break and leak everywhere. <laughs> but maybe, maybe people listening will have some travel tips on that for sure. Packing all the things, packing all the things. Um, but the point is I don't bring all of them right? I don't bring my omega-3s. I don't, there's a lot that I don't bring with me. I just kind of, I make sure I bring my calm magnesium, my probiotic and my digestive bitters. I don't, I don't bother with the rest. So, you know, kind of pick ones that, you know, you feel like you want to make sure you're getting in and, and don't stress out about the rest. Don't stress out about the rest. Good morning, everyone. Excited for the week to come. Is there any truth behind muscle weighs more than fat or am I just dreaming and hoping? Happy the scale is moving, but slow for sure. Have a great day. Well, I wish I had more context to this. No, a pound is a pound is a pound, right? So like, I mean, 
a pound is a pound. So it's not like they weigh any different. Um, muscle mass obviously is more dense, right? It's, it's, it's definitely more dense. Um, I think this sort of comes from like, where does this come from? This comes from, is there any truth behind? There's so many mistruths out there. Truth behind muscle weighs more than that. So I think this can, comes about when people start working out and they, they're putting on weights, right? But they're looking like they've lost weight. And so when this really comes, I mean, you have to... I mean, they've studied this so often that it's it's not really that you're putting on a lot of weight, right? Like it's 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 um it's that when you are working out, your body is retaining water, your muscles are inflamed, so your weight can go up. And usually, people when they start a weight program or exercising, they're also trying to clean their diet up at the same time. And so it's normal for people for their weight to go up before it comes down. And so I think that's sort of where that 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 saying is muscle is definitely more compact than obviously fat is at the end of the day. So if you've been working out and you've been, you know, you sort of perceive like the scale isn't moving or the scale is up because this happens to me all the time. Whenever I do a weight workout, my weight for sure will be up at least a couple pounds over the next couple of days. My muscles are inflamed. Um, so you're not really going to gain a lot of weight through, you're not going to really gain weight through weight training. You can put on some size for sure if you're a guy and you're doing or, you know, even if you're a woman, you have to try harder if you're a woman, you know, four hours a day and you're doing all the stuff. And that's a real myth that with, I, it really stopped a lot of women from actually working out because it, they were so afraid of getting big. And that's actually not what happens at all. Your muscles get more compact as opposed to bigger. Um, I don't know if this is helping at all. I'm just trying to understand the from the angle that you're asking this question. Um, but no, I mean, a pound is a pound is a pound is a pound. Muscles more compact. Um, you'll still lose fat while you're building muscle at the same time. And you won't put on, you shouldn't really, while you're trying to actively lose weight, you shouldn't be putting on weight by doing weights, for example, or putting muscle on or increasing your muscle mass in your body. But this is sort of, this is where, okay, this is where you see um, the different body types, right? The different body types that you have and everyone weighs the same weight. So some people, for example, can look smaller, but they have, it's because they have more lean muscle mass, but they can weigh more. So someone can weigh more and look smaller than someone else because they have more muscle mass, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Am I making any sense? I would like to talk more about this question and why you're asking. Is there a, is there a different momentum to weight loss in the back half of the program? Heck yeah, there is. For example, my weight started dropping week four or five. Will the momentum be stronger week seven? Yeah, of course it will because you're just doing, well, it depends. Are you consistently showing up in a way that you were, you know, are you consistently showing up in a way that you were when that your weight was dropping like that? right? Like that's the question because it's such a loaded question. This is why I don't get people are like, are you going to guarantee that I'll lose weight? I'm like, fuck no, <laughs> no way am I going to guarantee. I mean, there's a lot of proof in the pudding, right? I can, I, we've got research, we have studies, we have people, hundreds of thousands of people done the program. Um, I'm not guaranteeing you shit because I've worked with people who are like, I swear I'm going to do this. And then they don't do the things they're going to do. And there's maybe there's good reasons or whatever, but um, it just sort of depends, right? Like what's happening. I don't know what's going to happen in your life over the next, you know, six weeks of the program, seven weeks, the six weeks of the rest of the program. I don't know what's going to happen in your life. 
Um, I don't know where you're at and stress levels, you know, that you got going on or how diligent you're going to be or, you know, what's going on there. But there is something you said about momentum. And yes, you know, you just keep. So the program is meant to build on momentum, right? It's meant to like level up and level up and level up and level up. That's why you could just follow the basic food plan and eventually you'll lose your weight. Just take you a lot longer because we are actively building on, you know, the changes that your body's making, the things that you're working through, you know, and what you're doing. So and, and if you're consistently doing that, the little things that you're doing there's all all these little breaking points that are adding up and making a big difference it's like that post you know what weight loss is really like where we gave the excerpt from james clear where it was like the ice cube right so you have an ice cube on a table and you know you start at i don't know zero degrees and of course it's frozen and you turn it you keep turning up you know every minute the room temperature up by one degree and the ice cube is still frozen. It's still frozen, still frozen, still frozen, still frozen, still frozen. And then, you know, once you get to a certain degree, obviously the ice cube starts to melt. So it's not like, you know, you weren't doing anything trying to melt that ice cube. It's just, there was a certain threshold and a breaking point that it got to that caused that ice cube to melt. So this is very similar in making change in your body. A lot of times we perceive that the change isn't happening, but you just haven't got to that breaking point yet. And that's where if you keep working towards the things that you need and keep doing the things that you need to do, then you're going to reach these little mini breaking points. And that's where that momentum that you're building on. So yeah, it gets, it should get easier. You guys, you're, but it gets easier, but also there's things like sabotage. There's things like fatigue of trying to prioritize yourself. Like this is a big week for having to step it up in terms of prioritizing yourself. You put all this kind of time and energy into doing the things that you need to do. Now you got to focus on that even more, right? And the reason why we do that, one of the reasons why we do that is because we want you making yourself a priority to be just kind of like second nature to you. You know, we want you to ask those four questions so often that you don't even have to ask them, right? Like you just, you know, I mean, I see you're super consistent. So keep, keep being consistent. There's no reason that's, that's, you can definitely assume that your body's going to respond just as well, if not better, if not better, if not better. The second, uh, the second a group starts talking about weight loss, the BS train pulls up. Everyone knows everything while knowing absolutely nothing. Yeah, you know, uh, we, so we did that post the other day about other people around you starting, you're starting, you're going to start to notice other people talking about other different diets and programs and stuff like that. And you're just going to get to the point where you're like, what are people doing? What are people doing? What are people doing? <sighs> Physio had me doing uh, some simple sit to stand with a 15 pound weight for a lower back issue. I was overwhelmed thinking about the extra 40 pounds that I had been carrying for every single thing I was doing. Yeah, I get this a lot. I'll have like, you know, when I, especially when I was working with clients, they're like, oh my God, I, I, they're calling me from the airport. I'm like, what? They're like, well, I just weighed my backpack, carry my backpack around, it weighs 40 pounds. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, well, I lost 40 pounds. I can't believe I've been carrying this around on my body. How was I doing that? You know, sometimes it's that moment, that reference that you're like, oh shit, holy, wow. You have that aha moment and then it really resonates. Wow, I was walking around with this extra 40, 50 pounds on my body. That's incredible. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good morning. I'm still feeling the same way I have since day one in September on the first plan when it comes to how I feel about my body, get getting dressed for going out, especially special occasions, never feeling like buying new clothes at this weight. So I hate so I hate for myself. Truly looking forward to my body to change before I hit 70. Okay. So here's the problem with that is that you are waiting to lose your weight to love your, to not hate yourself, right? Like that's such a huge thing. Let me say it again. You are waiting until you reach a certain size of weight to not hate yourself, right? Like that's really big. And so this isn't about losing the weight physically. You're going to lose the weight physically, but I think what's going to happen is that when you lose your weight, I mean, you might feel a little bit better about yourself because you're building confidence as you go and you're slowly doing things like this whole program is about self-love. Self-love is prioritizing yourself, being self-aware, keeping your energy directed at yourself, making choices that make you feel good. You know, self-love isn't the weight that you weigh right? Like self, like you should love yourself just as much today as you do when you reach your goal. And so being aware of how you feel really important that this is how, like, I love that you're aware of how you feel. Like that's some really big, strong feelings. So to me, you're going to reach your goal, right? It's just a matter of showing up, doing what you need to do long enough. But the big work for you really is in that mental part of it. And I hope that you take time and you join Dr. Beverly and I on When's she coming? Is it Tuesday? Is she coming this Tuesday? Is it tomorrow? Is it? What's happening? Doctor? Yeah, it is. Dr. Beverly is going to join us tomorrow. And we're talking about this. We're talking about body image and that internal dialogue. And so that'll be where that work is for you. That'll be where that works. Such a great conversation because that's a lot of the work, right? Because physically just making that change. I mean, a lot of, yeah, what you're going to work through in the program will help you get to a better place mentally. But for some, you have to actively like self-love. So the problem with the body positivity industry is that somehow it's tied it into weight, weight loss, weight gain, which is weird because, you know, to me, body positivity is loving yourself regardless of what. And some people can't change the way they look. They can't change what's happening in their body. They can't do really anything about it. It's just how they, you know, what's happened to them or how they were born or whatever that is. And, you know, you should love yourself right now, today, 
and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day, whether you're losing weight or not. And I think the whole body positivity movement really complicated that for people because they really made it about, well, I have to accept where I'm at. Well, you know, you don't have to accept where you are at. You can absolutely want to make change and all of that. And, you know, I see your comments. So I'll comment in a second. Um, you know, you can you can love yourself where you're at. And still want to make change. Still want to make change. Um, what's you say? Yeah, I mean, I hate shopping for myself. I really do like me as a person. Yeah, I, I totally hear you on that one. I ho- totally hear you on that. So that's a good relevate relevation, right? Like that's where you you hate shopping for yourself. You hate how you feel every morning. You hate this life that you're living. Well, good. Like I love that because you know beyond just visualizing yourself wearing that amazing outfit or how you feel wearing that amazing outfit, right? A big part of that is the whole in vision yourself shopping for that amazing outfit like really go deep with the feels really go deep with that feels and I was kind of really generalizing with that but I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to talk about Dr. Beverly um truly looking forward yeah because you know here's the thing isn't life way too short to not enjoy shopping and going out and you know if it's preventing you from going to those events and leaving your house or you know what I mean it's just like, it's not a good feeling. It's just not what you want. Recognizing where you're at and not what you want is just as important. Let me say that again. I think this is it. Recognizing where you are at and what you don't want is just as important as knowing what you do want. It's like recognizing it's just, it's not working for you anymore. Like there's got to be that catalyst for change, right? Yeah, you desire to, you want to lose weight and, you know, you know what you want and, you know, all of that, but recognizing where you're at and recognizing it's no longer working for you, that's also equally big. That's also, I was, I was thinking about this thing, like it's not the diet, it's you. It's not the diet, it's you. But then I was thinking, but it is diets. And that's what's so complicated right now is that diets do suck. And all the diets that you've done have physically, mentally brought you to this place. It's just like not great, you know? So it's kind of like it's not the diet, it's you and the things that you need to show up and do and work through. But at the same time, it is the diet because of all of our, you know, our history with past diets. Random thoughts. Sorry, random thoughts. Random thoughts. Um, hi, Sue. Here you are again. My thoughts are now wondering if some of the healthy, nutritious food I've been eating all these months are not working for my body chemistry, maybe causing inflammation. I'm wondering if some of the healthy, nutritious foods I've been eating all these months are not working for my body chemistry, maybe causing inflammation. So... That's weird. <laughs> but you could, it could be uh, like, so many things without a context. So, so many things without a context. Um, it could be that you're noticing your digestive system. So, healthy nutrient rich foods are not going to cause inflammation in your body unless you have a food allergy or food sensitivity. And because, you know, you can't, I think it has to be healthy foods. Like, because you have to understand that processed foods, do you know what I mean? Like processed foods are not where it's at. So the alternative isn't like, you know, go back to eating my French fries or my processed foods or whatever. What you could be noticing is that if you have a lot of inflammation in your body, you could be noticing that as you're cleaning up your diet, for lack of a better word, and you're starting to eat all these healthy and nutrient rich foods, there you are noticing that 
maybe you are sensitive to dairy, right? Or maybe you're sensitive to gluten and maybe you're sensitive or you, you have, you know, you're sensitive to certain foods that you are eating. So if you're eating like vegetables, for example, a lot of people are, oh, my tummy's so upset. It's not the vegetables. It's that it's your microbiome needs strengthening, right? Like your body's not going, no, don't give me all those nutrient rich vegetables. Oh, stop it, please. Chances are, if you're noticing that in your digestive system, your microbiome needs work. And a lot of healthy nutrient rich foods, the reason why they're healthy and nutrient rich is they, they help actually decrease inflammation in your body, right? If you're wondering why your weight isn't moving I and you're following the food plan and you're and you are eating all this healthy nutrient-rich foods and you've listened to the four conversations with like this is where you have to be investigative right it's probably not what you are doing it's what you're not doing everyone always tells me what they are doing well I'm doing this and I'm doing that but they don't tell me what they're not doing so it's probably in what you're not doing that you could still do where there's still answers in that for you I am here not happy with life not happy with life at all yeah, so this goes back to I definitely listen to that conversation that I have with Dr. Paul. Um, so I was talking with someone. I was well, I was telling him, I was sharing with him how I had a conversation not too long ago where someone was sharing that they weren't happy. And I'm like, well, they see like they have a great life. They're like married, they got kids, they just got this awesome job, like they're doing well for themselves. Like, wow, that's like really interesting. And, you know, do they know they're why why they're not happy? And the conversation was like, no, they don't really know why. And then someone said to me, Are you happy? And I was like, Huh. And I couldn't immediately say yes. I couldn't say yes at all. And I was really like, whoa. I'm because then I break it down, right? I live in a beautiful home. I have, I mean, my kids are <laughs> super high maintenance, but I love them. Um, I have an amazing husband. I, my family is incredibly supportive. Um, I love my job. I have a successful job. I don't have to worry about money so much. I put food on the table. I, why am I not happy? I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, I, I don't know whether it's like I'm not doing things for myself that bring me joy. Like I have, there's joy in moments. I don't know where it's because happiness is, it ebbs and flows, you know, where I have moments where I'm happy or my, what, what does happy even mean to me? Am I content in my life? No, <laughs> I'm not. But then is that my drive and motivation to want more? Am I, am I wanting more thinking that's going to make me happy one day? Do I think happy is a destination? for myself do i like what is happy like if if you guys how many people right now like if you say to yourself right now am i happy i'm scrolling through the comments at the bottom can like put up their hand and be like i'm happy like i know exactly what happiness is i'm a happy i'm happy i'm happy joyful a happy person happy with my life you know what i mean like how many of you i'm working on it i'm working on I'm working on being able to say, yes, I'm happy. I'm still not there yet. I don't think it's going to happen overnight. Um, look for glimmers. Yeah, I'm doing all that, right? But when I go deep, when I go deep into it, like if you're asking me, you're happy. Ah, I love my life. I have an amazing life. I, who gets to do what they love every day? Like, you know what I mean? I, like I said, I have an amazing husband. I have cute puppies. I have like, I got everything in my life. I got it all together. But if you ask me to go deep and be like, am I happy? I'm, 
don't know if I am. And if you are, that's amazing, right? Content. Yeah, I'm definitely content. I'm content in my life, right? Um, I, I love I love going deep on things and because I think a lot of times we're living such a surface life that we're not really digging deep on how we're feeling and recognizing where we're at and where we want to go. And I think weight loss with where we're at in this journey, like really brings that up. Rather, you're not chasing the scale. You guys got to know you're not chasing the scale at this point, right? You're not chasing your ass in a bikini. You're chasing how you want to feel every day, who you want to be, you know, like how you want to move through life, the kind of energy that you have with that, you know, you're working on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I can put my hand up either, but folks think I'm a happy person. Yeah, happy is not joy. This is my area of study and I'm fascinated by it. I help women find joy. Yeah, really interesting, right? Really interesting. Really interesting. I'm content and happy. Yeah, life is hard. I feel the same. I feel like I should be happy, but I can't really say that I am. Well, because maybe because we haven't defined what happy is to us, right? I definitely like to... I definitely like to um, bring in all the feels this morning. I didn't even know I had going to be sitting down later and making a list of happy and, you know, what will make me happy. Yeah, just something I think is a it was an interesting moment with with Dr. Paul. And I started thinking about everyone trying to lose weight and chasing this goal in their life. And, you know, just this how this program is all about self-love, you know, and taking the time to prioritize yourself. And we think that we want what we want is to lose this weight. And then when I lose my weight, I'm going to be happy when I'm going to lose when I lose my weight I'm going to start dating when I lose my weight I'm going to you know quit my job the happiness project yeah I read that it's a good book I read that years ago I don't I'm still not (laughs) maybe I've been happy and then now it's just where I'm at now you know maybe before the pandemic who knows who we can go to down a rabbit hole this conversation down a rabbit hole of conversation uh on that note uh, let me do a couple more questions and then I gotta get going um, I have a coworker who did, I, I'm not going to say, okay, those two, two letter the program. So what's happening is that first of all, um, Meta and Facebook are doing these things where they're like sweeping, um, copyrights and stuff like that. Just mentioning some of the other diets out there are getting some of our stuff taken down. So I'm very mindful of mentioning other brands, but you know, the one, you know, the, the, you know, the, you know, the one, you know, the, the two letters, um, at the beginning of this month. And she said to me, you should do it too. It's a better program, despite knowing I'm doing this program and seeing results. No, thanks. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that interesting? So this, this it's really, we'll get, we're going to talk more about this as we get into the weeks and you guys, you know, you, you obviously your people are starting to notice that you're losing weight. People will be like, oh, wow, you've lost a lot of weight. And you're like, yeah, I lost like whatever. I feel amazing. And they're like, oh, well, you should totally do this diet. It happens all the time. And you're like, what? why, why should I do? I'm, you just compliment me on the fact that I've lost this weight. What I'm doing is obviously working for me. Why should I go do that diet? Like, why? what? That makes no sense. Um, you're going to really realize that people, they just don't understand what you're doing here. Um, it's, they wouldn't. Like, look, where some of us are still trying to figure it out. And we're seven weeks into the program. And it's not the easiest program to be able to explain what you're doing. And, you know, I'm just eating healthy. And I took some supplements and whatever. And, you know, they're not really understanding the kind of work. Because dieting is just eat less, exercise more account weight measure your track your points whatever it is you know and it's not really doing the work that's the really the important work and a lot of people they just don't understand that they just don't understand that um is that 
If it feels really hard, something is wrong really hit me. Last year this time, I was in the program but struggling with this week. My dad had just passed and my nephew a week later. Oh my goodness. And I was struggling to even stick with sickness protocol. I basically quit the program and a few weeks later had severe gallbladder attack and ended up in emergency surgery. So the program wasn't working because there was so much going on, but this year is so different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes we're like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And there's really nothing wrong with you at the end of the day. There's just a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Um, can, can he can give you happiness, Galatians. Yes, 51926. He gives you love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, good faith, faith, meekness, and temperance. I love that. I really do. And I'm a very spiritual person at the end of the day but and i love to have faith in that as well but the feeling has to come from inside and unless i'm defining what happiness means to me do you know like really understanding how i can achieve happiness because happiness you know as a baby i'm sure you're born happy and then for whatever reason you know you get to a place where you feel like the happiness is gone you know and it's great to have faith whatever type of faith that you have and i love that i think though that you have to go deep and have it resonate in a way that there's meaning there for you and it's good to have that faith that's why faith is so amazing at the end of the day but i think beyond the faith there's a lot of work that's there for you as well that you need to do and you need to take the time and self-reflect which i think is really important i love that thanks for sharing i love that uh, I have an amazing best friend. No matter what, no matter my size, she has always said, dress the body you are in, enjoy the journey and be proud at every stage. Yes, easier said than done. Easier said than done for sure. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. Uh, yeah, but Gina, that is hard to do when when you see what you look like in the mirror. You're so disappointed and want the weight off. It is hard to get it off fast and it's hard to love your body when it makes you so upset how you look. Yeah. Right. And this is why I'm saying the work isn't you're not the work isn't in losing the weights like it's not the reaching the goal. It's in the work. Yeah, so with the living method. OK, let's talk about that. What's so great about it is the work that you are doing along the way. And so think about this. This is OK. Let's just give an appreciation for your ass still being here at it in this moment. Let's take a second for that. OK, because you're here. You're here in week seven. Think about the diets that you've done before. Eat less, exercise more, starve yourself, deprive yourself, lose the weight. When is that ever, when is ever that like made you love yourself? <sighs> Completely disconnecting from, from yourself. Okay, great. Yay. You starved yourself and you were able to lose weight. That, that did nothing for your self-love. If anything, it was the exact opposite of self-love. It was starving yourself, depriving yourself, neglecting yourself. You probably did a lot of berating of yourself, ignoring of yourself as well, right? So every other diet that you've done, that's just what you've done. And so you've reached that goal weight and you maybe felt like great in those genes, but that wasn't self-love at the end of the day, right? That wasn't loving yourself, you know, or like dress the body you're in. Yeah. So, but that's what you're saying is deeper than that. Like my, anybody, we're going to talk to, Tanya's going to join us. She's, um, she's a fashionista from Yaya and she's, uh, we actually showed her on the weekend. She was our weekend inspiration. If you haven't seen it on Saturday and she's in one of our, like our ads we did, she came and did that shoot with us and she's gorgeous, but she also was gorgeous at like 60 pounds heavier. And she looked amazing in the clothes. Like she, she owns a store, Yaya and a couple stores 
stores, three stores, I think maybe four now. And so she used to do videos all the time and show people how to dress in their clothes. She looked gorgeous. It was 60 pounds on amazing confidence, all of it. And then now she does the same thing, but obviously she's a completely different size and she's gone and lost all her weight, which is really interesting. We're going to talk to her about that, dressing your body, whatever your size and embracing that, right? But that's what I love about this program is you got to go deep into those fields. You got to be really self-aware. You got to recognize what's working for you, what's not working for you, what's making you happy, what's not making you happy, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day. And this is sort of like all of the work that you're doing on this program and plan is so much more than what you are eating and when at the end of the day. And it all feeds into be able to lose your weight in a healthy, sustainable way. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Um, I got to go. This conversation is like all over the place, but I'm here for it today. I mean, this is kind of what it is. There's not any one thing to talk talk about at this point because it's just show up work the tweaks do what you need to do um so the tweak coming up this week week seven is so we're back to satisfaction asking those four questions portion wise just enough so when you walk away right 10 15 minutes later you're feeling satisfied that's the goal this week maximizing leveling up doing all of that kind of resetting off the heels of downsizing which you'll probably notice your portions have decreased from downsizing last week and so the last four days of the program we're gonna start splitting up your meals and snacks and just offhand, if some of you are nervous because you don't have a lot of time to be splitting up your meals and snacks already, it's hard enough. That's okay. You can split them up where you can, if you can, where you can. It's not about maybe you can only split up one meal or snack. Maybe you can split up all the meals and snacks. That's okay. There's so much more to it than just that. Um, there's also, you know, separating your, you know, in the, those two portions, you eat that first portion, mindfully, those four questions, you're going to wait 20 minutes, half hour before you have the next. And it's really interesting off, off the heels of downsizing where you have to leave food on your plate and you can't eat more and approaching it in a different way this week where you, you are purposely eating the first portion and then leaving the half and you can eat more it's you a lot of you're going to be amazed how you're not hungry for that second portion when you're allowed to have it after you give your body time to start processing and digesting your food it's really interesting and then the other part is separating the proteins from the carbs which don't overthink it we don't want people doing weird shit like picking you know the hunks of meat out of a chili or the beans out of a chili or nothing like that if and when you can you're going to really start to understand how foods process differently in your body and how proteins and fat feed into your satiety hormones that we talked about with Dr. Olinka. And um, it's it's really interesting how your food choices, um, you know, really how your body starts to break down the foods that you're eating. We're just going to, when we're going to build on that next week. It's, a, it's such a super cool tweak. Don't feel overwhelmed by it. We're going to break it down with you. Make sure you join me with my conversation uh, with Kim on Wednesday, the tweak this week. We're going to get into it. It's such a cool tweak. If it is unnerving you, slightly good. <laughs> good. It's only for four days. That's really what I came to say. It's only for four days. You'll survive four days and then we'll be back at it, you know, back to the regular food plan. Then we're going to do it again. Then we're going to move on to a whole other completely different tweak, which is so cool. So much time to make a lot of change at this point. I hope that you're all in. Ask as many questions as you need. Um, reach out. We're here for you. If you have been listening to our podcast and haven't been part of a Facebook support group and you have access to it, you just haven't decided to pop in it for whatever reason, because I know there's so many thousands of you who are just using our app. I highly suggest you do come read the comments during a live, you know, um, use the end of day reflections post, you know, see where some people are at. Honestly, the, the, the immersing yourself in community um, can really be a real game changer, especially at this point. It might be exactly what some of you need to get you through right to the end. So uh, definitely check that out. Anyway, have an amazing day, everyone. I'm going to be back tonight. I'm already a shit show this morning, so we'll see what happens tonight. <laughs>
<laughs> during the 7 p.m. live. I'll try to keep my shit together. Maybe, maybe not. No guarantees. What happens on the Monday Night Live stays on the Monday Night Live. Um, that's why sometimes it doesn't get posted the next day. But anyway, that's a story for a whole other day. Bye, everyone. If you're there, then if you know, you know. Um, have an amazing day. I'll see you later. Maybe not. Bye.